What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. gentlemen it's tuesday and that means it's time for the wrestling inc nxt after show and have we got a show for you we've got a history making main event we've got all sorts of matches to talk about but before we get into all that allow me to introduce the team i'm jack farmer being joined by none other than nyc demon diva isa isa how you feeling I don't think we ever done a show just the two of us. I can't believe we're going to allow this to happen. We might end up punching each other, but I'm super excited to be talking. I thought NXT tonight was a lot of fun, so I'm super happy to talk about it. Yeah, I'm eager. This is going to be explosive. This is going to usually we have someone to get in between us and make yeah. sure things don't get too rowdy, too spicy. Wait, I got but, it. I got it. <laughs> I got someone to get between us. There it is. Wait, uh, this way. I, I still feel outnumbered. I feel like this doesn't. <laughs> Where's. Where's my? All I've got is this. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I got Bob Ross. <laughs> we got we got tag team partners. That's what we got. So, <laughs> so we got. I got Bob Ross. You got the head of the table. I I feel like this is not a fair a fair fight. No, I'm sorry, Jack. You guys are going down. <laughs> I I feel like this is representative, by the way, of our personalities. You're the Literally. Roman Reigns. I'm I'm the Bob Ross. <laughs> you're the you're the. Uh, it's not what is it that he says? Happy mistakes? Is that what he says? Happy what is mistakes. It? Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. you're the happy mistakes <laughs> guy. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that this is this is the mixed tag team match NXT should have had. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I'm super, I'm super excited to talk some NXT. We actually just bonded offline, not realizing yeah. that it apparently it's just the two of us tonight, I think. So we're just waiting on somebody <laughs> else to join. We talk dogs. I think we're on good terms tonight, but we'll see yeah. how it develops. Yeah, there is, there's, there's, there's peace tonight, but tomorrow it's back it's a different on. Day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank everyone who waited for us to get started and who's with us in the chat. Make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. You know, Issa, usually we have someone that prepares the news for us on this show to start things off, and um, we didn't do that. So uh, I thought that someone else was going to do that. So I'm just pulling up the first news on Wrestling Inc., and it's Ray Phoenix reportedly out of Stadium Stampede. I heard about at this. All in. Yeah, um, apparently he's having some visa issues, um, travel issues, and he's not going to make it to All In. How does that – I look. I, I know that it's a very complicated world traveling when you're part of companies like AEW, but how do you not just have all of that figured out like in advance? You know, is I that, mean, am I, people are getting arrested a week before people are, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how that happens, but I, I mean, they travel a lot. So yeah. I, I, I don't understand how this situation comes, but you do have, all out a week later. So what do you do? You, do you postpone the match and make different matches for these people and save stadium stampede for all out? What do you, what would you do? I mean, I feel like the beauty of stadium stampede is that it's going to be in that massive arena with all those people. If you, yeah, this is true. If you move it, I feel like it takes a little bit of the spice out of it, but to be fair, all, all in needs something to sell that show. Cause they haven't really put anything on. I think there's, a Darby Allen match. I, I don't have it up in front of me, but Darby and Sting. It, there's too many. Mi there's too many multi-man matches. Yeah, a lot. Uh, so, I mean, I think that'd be good to put. All I think it'd be good to help sell tickets for All In. But I also think some of the beauty of All In is that, or the Stadium Stampede in All In is that it's going to be in that stadium specifically. Yeah, because it would have been a spectacle to watch it throughout Wembley. You know what they would have done. Yeah. So that's really disappointing, especially because Phoenix is great. But like I said, I, just get your passport ready. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe but that, like, find it. Doesn't but... he? I I thought he was doing like I don't know if traveling. I never traveled to London, but I traveled to Mexico. You know, and I know that he travels in and out of Mexico. So he does shows over there. So that's why, like, I, I, isn't it the same? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know the requirements. Like, I'm out of my comfort zone on this one. I know that I've yeah. been to Mexico and I and, and my passport worked just fine. I didn't need anything else. So I don't know. I don't know how this happens. Yeah, I have no idea either. I'm just making it. I'm just assuming it's easy. Maybe it's a lot harder than I think. Anyone who's in the chat, if you guys have traveled um, to to London, if you've traveled to, but I think it has something uh, to do with the visa. I don't think it's a passport thing. Maybe it's like some kind of visa issues. And that's a whole different ball game. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But it's it's disappointing. I'm kind of surprised it didn't get noticed until this point. But um, you know, like the, the, if the like, hear me out. The car wasn't even made. Like, let's keep it real. So if, if you just made the match last week, like there, there was other news in the weeks past that people were like wondering and they didn't even know if they were booked for all in or not. So it's like if you just got booked last week, that's when they made the match. Yes, it is possible for this issue to happen because you didn't let him know a month or two in advance so that he could get his crap together. And these things do take time. Um, Tommy O in the chat says that uh, all you need is a passport if you are there less than 30 days. Tommy's your friend. You guys met in person and all that. You oh, Tommy and I home. go way back. 
Where are the way best back. of pals? Wow. Way back. Um, <laughs> but um, KOD saying I have to highlight the Bob Ross joke. Where was the Bob Ross joke? KOD? There's all yeah. kinds of Bob Ross <laughs> jokes. Somebody said it's about to start trending. He's about to uh, Bob Ross going to smack Wheeler Yuta with a dirty brush. <laughs> <laughs> Why, why did Wheeler Yuta catch a stray? He had nothing to do. Uh, this is because I sent... So when I finish my stream, we come up... Like, my viewers get redirected over here. And we do have inside Wheeler Yuta jokes in my chat. So they're just bringing them over to this chat. Okay, well, sorry, Wheeler Yuta, but... We don't like Wheeler Yuta. This is the... Uh, the Bob Ross can probably kick This is butt. the the BRCC, the Bob Ross Combat Club. Oh, no. Please stop. <laughs> Coming What's, next? What's next in the news, Jack? <laughs> So, uh, speak, we're still on AEW. Uh, Tony Khan addresses Cash Wheeler's arrest and legal matters. Ooh, what did he say? He said, I can't comment on the specifics at this time because I still don't know everything. <laughs> I'm still learning facts, but based on the information we have at this time, we're still keeping an eye on that situation. And at this time, I think it's a very inconclusive situation. Um, I love goes, how Tony Khan like, talks so much and never answers the questions. <laughs> It's he's very political in that way, like where he'll sound like he gave you the answer, but you'll but realize he never answered he the actually, question. <laughs> <laughs> he, you gotta get he had to have had some kind of media training, I think, because he did bachelor's very good degree at, on, on war vomiting. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's actually pretty good at it. To like, he is <laughs> respect because you actually like he'll be talking about, yeah, yeah, it totally makes sense, yeah, and then he's done like, wait a minute. <laughs> but imagine like being in the family or like imagine that that's just how he is or being in like a relationship right because i personally i'm the kind of person that i'm like straight to the point i hate people that like talk too much to get to the point i'm like tell me yes or no tell me what happened don't give me the whole three-day story to get to it it will drive me crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there is uh i i i got to ask him a question at double or nothing and uh yeah, you did i saw you yeah he was great uh, but I will say to that point, you know, because you got to trim the video down to a certain right. length. And there's a part where it's like, come on. You got it is impossible to make it into a short. Like a YouTube <laughs> short is 60 seconds. That's all you get. You cannot make YouTube shorts uh, out of a Tony Conference conference answer. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, unless you cut it up so much, it's just like. Well, he's just saying, yes, I did. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> cutting it up so much i just give it to me in 59 seconds just 50 59. please please you have to ask the question real fast so that way you don't take too many seconds <laughs> oh that, my god that is funny. that's that's what we're all thinking when we're asking questions like keep it under 60 keep it under he 60 doesn't, he give doesn't it, give me this give me six at the very least keep it under 220 so i can put it on twitter <laughs> yeah, but the, the thing of it is, like, even on TikTok, well, listen, we don't need to get into, into social media one-on-one, <laughs> but, but there is a length of time where, like, TikTok would allow you to go, what, up to 10 minutes now? But there yeah. is a length of time of videos that do better, and it tends to be that 60-second mark. Like, you do mm -hmm. want to keep it under that. If it, you, it needs to be longer than five seconds, shorter than 60 seconds, that's, that's the spot for shorts, because that's literally what it is, shorts. Tony Khan failed short school. <laughs> yes, this is the... Uh... <laughs> Listen, yeah, Tony, I know wrestling's about the performance and making money, but really it's about getting it in under under 60 seconds. That's what, that's, that's what you said. That's, <laughs> that's going to be – Ali had a joke about that um, earlier today. But let's let's 
talk about the show. Before we get into the show, I do want to actually say to everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Again, like, comment, share, subscribe. And everyone who's in the chat, if you're a lurker, just hanging out. Good to see you. Glad you're here. But also, uh, EV Dog, we got Dylan Matthews, Tommy O, Killer of Demons, MDB999. I feel like that's one of your uh, Twitch streamer uh, followers. I haven't seen MDB999. Uh, Jonathan Jones, we got Samantha, J.R. Smith, Lego Brick Collector, Baby Eye Stock. A lot of these with names the sound familiar. A lot uh, of these names sound familiar. Shout we, out to my Demonites. We call them the Demonites, Jack. The Demonites. We got Beer <laughs> Money in the, hey. in the house. Um, yeah, the, the Demonites. Um, so oh, Jeffrey Sullivan as well. So let's talk first. I just want to talk about the very first thing that happened. And they do this on every single like big show. And it's Tony and Stax running down the card by the pool. Uh, and everyone comes around. Isa, I, I like that they have this little special thing they do for the big shows where they have one of the superstars kind of run through things. Like there was the one where Toxic Attraction were all texting yep. each other and stuff like that. I like this little spin. I love it. And of course, you know, we stand Tony D'Angelo here on Tuesday. So when you have these video packages and you do it with the best of the best the NXT has to offer, I wanted to be in this party. I wanted to be in that pool. I wanted to be giving them my predictions for heat waves. This was very well done. Tony D'Angelo has that it factor. He's organically cool. So as soon as you see his face open the show and stacks like fake him out with the freaking like dive into the pool, I was like, oh, this is going to be a great opener. And they nailed it. You know, what I love about these two is they're one of the few things in pro wrestling where we see people act as actual human beings instead yeah. of like, you know, wrestlers, you know, like yes. the day doesn't just brood all the time. <laughs> like, right. Know, My favorite what? part was when the girls came up and they like jumped off. They like try yes. to act all like cool guys. And I was like, yes, like a normal. That's what a normal dude would do if a bunch of hot chicks show up at the pool. Like, like, yes. they don't cry. And I do feel like that's what would make somebody organically cool. And that's how I feel. I felt that way here with with Glenn and Alfred. We felt that way about Tony D since day one. And he hasn't change i mean the prison thing was great i think it went on yeah. for too long but it was great but yeah he's organically cool because they just act like normal like you think tony is living his gimmick that's just like you think this is who he is because that's how he acts and he's great they're they're just organically cool people right and it's to your point this is something that i think if if it wasn't natural they wouldn't put him in this situation they're like Correct. no he's got to be in like a a mob scenario they would never put him by the pool but because they make him seem like a real person who would actually be by the pool he lives in orlando and then like people come over and it's a party that doesn't have really a lot to do with wrestling i mean they talk about the matches but i'll do a big mafia style dinner with his italian yeah. family for a darker team event yeah. would be a lot of fun too <laughs> yes yes I, so it's just a simple thing i just nxt i love this little bit yeah. you do on the big big shows it, it gives people it personality up. and it makes i don't know it's, it's just cool um, but we get to the first match of the show and it's trick Williams versus Ilya Dragunov fast, fun, hard hitting opening contest. Dragunov gets the win. Isa, the big question here for me is does trick still feel like a sidekick to you? No, he hasn't felt like a sidekick. There was periods of times, <laughs> there was periods of times in which I said that 
they should have split up and I'm glad they split them up in good terms because that's just how they came off to me. I thought that Trick had even a huge it factor that was being downplayed because Carmelo Hayes is him and he's so special. And he's like, how do you have this talent with such huge presence together where you could be building two massive stars? So I don't think, I never thought he felt like a sidekick. I think he enhanced Carmelo Hayes, but at the same time, I did expect this to happen and I'm glad that it happened this way. This was a banger. Like, I, I mean, it's been certified that Dragunov is going to put on a great match with anybody, but this felt like Trick Williams coming out party. He's put on some great matches, but this he has something to prove here. He had a chip on his shoulders. He kept up with Dragunov. There was a couple of false finishes that had me on the edge of my seat. Hot opener, incredible stuff, and looking like losing to Dragunov does not hurt your credibility. You kept up with him. You went toe-to-toe with him for 20 minutes. Like, there, this does nothing but elevate Trick Williams, and Dragunov continues to... He has to be going for this title soon. I mean, he keeps winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. It has to be the next thing for him. I want to say about Trick, I, um, I, I'm right about some people. I'm wrong about some people. I, I famously missed on Seth Rollins back in the day. I was like, I don't know if this guy's going to make it. Now he's one of my all-time wow. favorites. But I will say, Trick was someone who day one, I was like, I know everyone's looking at Carmelo Hayes. Trick Williams is great too. Me too. Uh, and so I'm just, I'm glad that he's, he's really showing just how great he is. I agree. I think he's moving past being the sidekick stage. And I mean, the fact that he took a beating, but kept on ticking, you know, he kept going, didn't let it stop him. And Dragunov, I mean this in the best way is just the, his wrestling style is just the ugliest style you're ever going to see. It's like in the best possible way. In the best way. Yes. Like, it's just everything he does, just like, oh, <laughs> you know what I love about Dragunov? Because he did this against Walter and he showed again today. When you look at it size to size, he mm-hmm. looks so tiny next to these people. And at no moment you doubt that he's not going to win against Walter, against Trick. Like they make him look like a normal guy. And at, at every point, like in my, I was doing a watch alone. We're praying for Trick. <laughs> and Trick, yeah. like if you're looking at it, right, it's your first time you're flipping channel, you're thinking, well, Trick is going to kick his ass. No, like Dragunov is one of those people that, I don't know how tall he is, but he carries himself like he's the biggest MFR in that locker room. And I love that about him. Oh, I always say Dragunov to me feels like he just missed his shot to be a John Wick villain. He, yeah, I love that. <laughs> he, I mean, I could absolutely see him fighting John Wick and, and killing John Wick because a bullet's not going to stop dragging off. <laughs> He'll do some Matrix thing to skip the bullet. Like, oh, it's going to be so good. Um, uh, MDB999 says, uh, Triple H used to be a sidekick too. That is a very... That's a great point. point. Yes. And oh, I- somebody should make like a... Like, Jack, we should do it together. Let's make a video about sidekicks that went on to be better than, you know, than when they were sidekicks. We sh- that actually would be a great video. It would like be. A, a, a top 10 countdown. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we could end with us at number one when we were sidekicks to the rest of the wrestling Correct. crew. That's Correct. right. And now we're taking over the whole freaking thing. <laughs> we're taking over. <laughs> uh, but yeah, later in the night, uh, Dragonoff says that he's going to take a shot at the whoever wins. And Wesley didn't like that much at all. But also Trick. But, but oh, hold yeah. on. But like Dragunov goes like, and I'm now going after the champion. Wesley's like, you know, I'm fighting for it. I'm going to win. And Dragunov just tweeted him like, no, you're not. You know what I mean? Like, it was so funny. He just completely dismissed yeah. Wesley. Yeah, he kind of, he kind of did. He's like, <laughs> he's like, no, no, but seriously. Like, I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
I was like, bro, like at least, like, like at least plant like a little bit of seed that you think he might win. But Dragon of was like, no, you're not. And I'm gonna fight Carmelo. <laughs> yeah, he should. Yeah, he said something like, uh, "I hope for your sake you don't," or something like that. Yeah. Maybe it seemed like it could happen, but I was like, <laughs> he did kind of like. Mm. Yeah, he okay, but he gave it. He, no, did no, the, he did the okay, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but some some that kind of worried me before we get into the main event. I, we'll talk about the main event at the end, obviously, but uh, throughout the night as well, Trick and Mello talked after this yeah. match, and Mello seemed kind of glad that Trick wasn't going to be there. Do you think uh, maybe there's going to be some friction between the two? I think that um, I I don't I hope not. I hope not, but I do think that eventually there has to be a match between them. I would like it to be friendly fire, you know, kind of thing, but I hope not. I think that Melo also needs to stand on his own, so maybe in a way that's the seed that's been planted here, where it was like Trick is the one that was like, hey, I need to walk away, and maybe Melo is not realizing that he really is him and he doesn't need anybody, but I wouldn't put it past them to 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 just break them up in that kind of way because that's what they do. But I love that their breakup was a mutual, hey, I need to go do my thing and, and Carmelo Hayes understanding and I hope it stays that way. Yeah, I like I like that something the new day I feel like pioneered is that yeah. people can go their own way and you the don't team have can to break still them up together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe um street profits have been very outspoken about not wanting to break up. Yeah. And so I, I like that that's a thing that we can do now where people go, yeah, we're going to go our separate ways, but we're still cool. We're, we don't need to fight. But I do kind of like that. So by the way, Carmelo Hayes is, I am the biggest Carmelo Hayes supporter. He's we'll talk so about that good. a little bit. Uh, but there's a part of me that I feel like I'd kind of like if Trick was the one to beat him. And then they end in a, like, like a, you know, Carmelo ends with, a, I'm proud of you instead of a, how dare you kind of thing. Right. I could me see too. something like that. That, that would be. Every once in a while, you have to like give us that fulfilling storyline. That's a feel good moment, and everybody feels good about it. You could do it here because these two guys just go way back, and they're both so likable that you couldn't be. They wouldn't. I wouldn't expect any of them to be mad if they have a match to like pay respect to the other one when they win. Like I, I like them, and I hope this continues to be a. Uh, if it ends the way that you just said, I will be very happy. If that's how the story ends for them. But until then, I'm Team Carmelo Hayes all the way. I'm Team both, but I, <laughs> I just I just hope that Trick goes for like the North American Championship for a little bit, and we keep them apart while they're still acknowledging each other. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to put them in a match against each other immediately. Right. Yeah, I agree. And so I mean that should definitely be a ways off. But mm-hmm. we talked. Uh, something else that happened tonight is Ivy Nile uh, had a match with Ava, and it was pretty much. Ivy Nile pretty much got dominated for most of this thing until she hit the dragon sleeper and got the win. Post-match, Schism tries to attack Nile, but she fights him off before they leave with Ava. Uh, later, Ava's like, come get some. But it turns out she's being surrounded by Diamond Mine, who then say we're going to hold her ransom until we get another shot to get back on the roster. Issa... How can we cheer for a tag team that's kidnapping people? That's what I said. I said they committed a crime. Like, are they not aware that that's a crime? <laughs> yeah, like, what? They, I, I was, I was like, every night, I like to defend schism, I'll be honest, but like, I was actually There's no, no excuse in this. this First this, of all, I don't know where all these people came from. It was supposed to be a group of four. Now they have like a ring surrounded with people that we don't know who they are. <laughs> 
I do I do like that visual though. I like the visual of a bunch of people with the masks. I think that uh the match I did I didn't like that Ava lost. Like I just want so much for Ava, but I also have a hard time like like getting my brain to like separate the fact of who she is to the fact that she's still newer and, and we gotta like pave the wave. I mm-hmm. think she's improved so much in the ring. The promo, everything that she's doing is just really, really good right now. And I, Ivy Nile, I love the, the because she's so small and mighty. And a finishing move, like a submission move, can finish anybody at any time if you know how to hit it at the right moment, no matter who's dominating the match. That's the beauty of a submission move. I know we all mm-hmm. like that. I don't know where finisher one, two, three, but a submission move, the way that this went down, nobody was expecting it. So it was a good finish, even if I'm not happy with who ended up getting the win because I'm rooting for Ava. I want Ava to go on and do great things. And I'm very proud of how much she's improving the ring. I'm very proud of how she's improving a... In, in as a character in the promos and that's what i love about nxt it's like sometimes you go through this pro to these periods of time when people get called up and you gotta get to know a whole new class and whole new characters but my god when you start seeing them develop and grow and people that you were just like yeah you're not it start like really hitting a stride and you get behind them like it's so much fun like i changed my tune with so many people from NXT 2.0 when he first started that I was like, mm-hmm. God, I, I hate this character. And now I'm just crazy about him. I'll give you an example. The first time I saw Grayson Waller, I was like, yeah, no. Oh, I love Grayson <laughs> Waller. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. like, it's so much fun to watch them develop. And we're getting to see the freaking Rock's daughter go from, like, is she ever going to wrestle? Because we know she's been there for a while to, like, just slowly see her come on her own. And I remember how much I was against her being on Schism. And now I just, I really like her. You know, you know I agree. And I think that when I first found out she's going to be in schism, there was a part of me that was yeah. like, this is the rock's daughter. Why are you putting her in this group? Let her be a star. But now I think it's so smart because it gives her time to develop and be herself and, and find her groove before that spotlight is on her. And she has to be the rock's daughter, you know? Um, yeah. And she's letting the, she's getting a chance to kind of carve out her own path where I think if they just brought her in as Ava Johnson or, you know, right. I, no. You know, whatever, like, she would never live up to it, but now we get to just figure out who she is and she gets to try things and, and Ava, is, she's not a small girl. She's 5'10". I found out to Google it because I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so built. Like she's so big. And I didn't realize because Ivy now is so little that anybody could look like, you know, so I went and look up her size and I'm like, she could be doing Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley things when she finally gets agreed just because of the size that she has on on mm-hmm. the girl so it's i think that she's gonna go on to do a lot of things and i'm glad that they're just taking their time i'm happy to see her on tv because we knew she was at the performance center for years but we weren't seeing anything so i'm glad that we're seeing her on tv but it's been incredible to just watch her go from like a one-line promo to just she's pretty much running schism i think she's the leader more than joe gacy at this point she's pulling a rear rip yeah she's, she's yeah, she taking, taking the control right out from under the fellas you know what they say girls run the world that's that's absolutely true. <laughs> um, I will say I'm a big fan of Ivy Nile. By the way, I think because she just, she does just like, like carved out of granite. She looks like she could tear the head off of anybody, kick anybody's ass. Uh, yeah. I was I'm kind of bummed out the Diamond Miner back for that reason because I was kind of hoping it would give her a chance to sort of do her own thing instead of I being. I, like I like I like the Creed brothers, but I felt I feel a little bit like Ivy Nile is sort of in the shadow of the Creed. She brothers should be on her own. Yeah. 
Like, you see a lot of these girls coming out later, we'll talk about it, but it's like Ivy Nile could be, like, trying to go on a singles run and see what she can do because she does have an it factor. I know she's small, but you look at her, and I to, to me, she looks like she could kick any of these girls in the rosters, but just because of how she's built. And I remember when they did that whole workout and who's going to make it to the end segment where yeah. she was the one that was still going, and I'm like, yeah, I expect that from her. I think she's, like I said, small but mighty, and that it hasn't stopped somebody like a Roxanne Perez. I think Roxanne is actually smaller than Ivy Nile, so I don't understand why we couldn't be doing more with Ivy now right now. So I'm with you. I, I hope that after this is over and they move on from Skizzle, maybe we, we let Ivy now go and be on her own. We also got uh, M. Rouse in the house saying uh, uh, it's it's Mickey. He says, say, uh, yeah, that? he's uh, one of the viewers over on the Demon Knights. You know? uh, another Demon Knight. Um, another Demon Knight. You're surround- you're, you and Bob Ross are on your own, Jack. You it's guys have your tonight. your yellow masks surrounding yeah. the ring. <laughs> we got demon. We got little demon whores. That's what little, we wear. Little demon, little demon yeah. whores. Uh, we got uh, Steven with a super chat, by the way, going back to Trick and Mellow. Uh, says Trick and Mellow working with Lashley's group down the road would be fun. Uh, Lashley mentioned Trick and Mellow when he originally spoke to the Street Profits. I had an opportunity to talk to Montez Ford about this when I was at SummerSlam, and I said, hey, you guys are going to scoop them up? And Montez Ford said, hey, we're going to do whatever Bobby, Bobby Lashley wants to do. I would love to see Bobby Lashley form like a super dominant faction, but I don't know that they're getting called up yet. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I would love to see them. I think that'd be a good pairing i think carmelo hayes will be successful whatever he does i think he's just a but we saw them go back and forth. actually now that i think about it with steve super chat like we saw them go back and forth like carmelo was going to the main roster rhea ripley and dom are going down to nxt so i can see them trying to work with lashley while still being part of nxt but with the two of them not being together anymore maybe one goes with um with lashley for now I mean, that would actually be a great opportunity for Carmelo Hayes to make the trip up. But I also like how how you say, I'm surprised no group has tried to do like an NWO thing or Bullet Club thing where they're on all the brands. I mean, Judgment Day is kind of doing that. Judgment Day was doing it for a bit. There was was a couple of weeks where they were in the main event of all three shows. Right. But like actually have roster members on each show. Well... I talked to Finn Balor. I'm flexing on all the interviews I did somewhere yeah. this weekend. But I talked to Finn Balor. I said, you need to talk, to make up with Damian Priest. Have Damian Priest cashing on Roman. You win the title from Seth. And that way you guys have all the titles from all the shows. And that way Judgment Day can really run WWE. You know, but nobody's going to cash in on Roman. Not right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't I, I'm a huge Damian Priest fan. But Damian, don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to my advice. <laughs> because I'm a Damian Priest fan, I'm going to say, Damian, don't do it. Uh, we got, uh, speaking of people cashing in, uh, Tyler Bate is trying to oh get over God. getting beat up by uh, Dava Cato, uh, but Frazier wants, wants his help. And Tyler Bate's like, sure, if you win, though, I want a title shot. He's like, of course I'm going to win. Fast forward, he doesn't win. Noam Dar <laughs> wins the Heritage Cup, retains the Heritage Cup. Uh, in this case, uh, I think we chatted about this before uh, a few weeks ago, but now there's been a few Heritage Cup matches. How do you feel about these matches? I'm a big fan of them. I like the setup, but what do you think? They don't click for me. 
They yeah. still don't click for me. There's just something about I don't I don't even know. First of all, I want to give you a shout out because once you pointed out Tyler Bates' legs to me, I have never been able to look at him the same. He does have the best legs I've seen. <laughs> like <laughs> it's insane. He does. <laughs> I be at the gym doing leg day, and I'm like Tyler Bates legs. Tyler Bates legs. You know, like yeah. you. I wish you would have never pointed it out. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I even used him as a meme on my group chat with my nephews where they were like showing their workout pictures and I'm like, but do your legs look like this? <laughs> Anyways, um, I was, I, I these matches are not clicking for me and they're just maybe not for me. I don't think that these matches are for everyone. I think they go on for too long. I think that they like the picture in picture, you come back, you're in a whole different round. Like it, it's just confusing, but I like, the results i like the people that are involved in the storylines maybe it's just I, i'm not breaking up with the heritage cup but i think it's me it's not you heritage cup it's me <laughs> i um so i i used to watch nxt uk and on there i think they were better about not putting the picture and pictures and commercials in the middle right. of it um and so it would, they, they i think they did a bit better job there of, of like selling the you have the a break in between the, the rounds go to i don't i don't know how you how you make it work but it's confusing they well, they were really good. The guys that had on commentary, Andy Shepard and Nigel McGinnis, were really good in between the rounds of like talking about strategy. Like they they actually made it really interesting. Uh, but here, I do agree, especially on this one where they went to picture in picture, and then all this stuff happened in the first picture in picture with like avocado. And, and I can't pay ball. attention to picture in picture. It's yeah. not for me. I have ADHD. To get me to watch a wrestling show for two hours and try to pay attention to it is already a task, let alone pay attention to picture in picture. Um, and it also doesn't help because you mentioned the NXT UK commentary. Booker T just saying, oh, yeah, it's very hard to understand. Like the Whoa. match and the concept. You know what I mean? When the when one half of the commentators are doing nothing <laughs> to enhance it. <laughs> Sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chucky, chucky, quack, quack. Like, come on. <laughs> How is that helpful to understand the freaking match? <laughs> Baby Eyes in the chat says Booker T doesn't even know half the rules. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like he spends a lot of time going, wow, yeah. Vic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but then he does pop up for the people. You could really tell who who Booker oh, he really likes, or who, because, or like, who, who went to his school. Yeah, because like like when Roxanne Perez comes out, he he pops up. He's yeah. like <laughs> Trick. I believe Trick Williams went to his Trick, school. Trick as well. Williams too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could tell who went to his school. He, he definitely pops up for them. Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, I I would pop up for the people I knew too. But, oh, um, I do it all the time. I'm I'm uh, I, I'm biased about certain people. No, I know we're supposed to review it and all that, but at least I'm very open oh. about being biased about some people. But I do feel like this is wrestling. You're supposed to be a fan for certain people. Thank you. Like, thank that's, you. Like, that's that's the point. You're supposed to like people. I get so much crap on Friday nights, and I'm like, everybody knows I'm 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 Roman Reigns' number one fan. Like, that's what I do. Like, don't get me here and expect me to say something negative about a Roman Reigns segment. It's not gonna happen. Like, live with it. You know. Well, <laughs> with all due respect, I think Paul Heyman is Roman Reigns' number one fan. No, no, no. Paul Heyman ain't got nothing on me. Paul Heyman ain't got nothing on me. I guarantee you. As a matter of fact, I've been here way longer than Paul Heyman. Back when he used to ride with Brock Lesnar, I was still here for Roman. <laughs> well, that's, that is true. Uh, <laughs> um, I, so they're going to do a tournament for the number one contender at No Mercy. Um, I got to say real quick, this is something I've noticed on NXT over the, over the past few months with Nathan Frazier. Everyone who comes in contact with him has their relationships fall apart. Yeah. Like, have you noticed that? Like, 
like the Los Lotharios, they had a run with him. They're no longer friends. And uh, the, the tag teams he works with, they fall apart. Anyone who, who pairs up with Nathan Frazier today, Tyler Bate lost a, lost a title shot and got attacked. I mean, it's not a good thing to be a friend of Nathan Frazier. Not at all. I, I don't want nothing to do with him. <laughs> he does move really fast, though. I, he I'll does. Give... He's great. I mean, he learned from one of the best at Rollins, of course. So, it's, um, he, yes. Some I, I I didn't catch right away. I had to I had to learn that that I've I've loved Seth Rollins for a long time. But I mean, like when he first debuted. In- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if this guy's going to make it. I always liked him. He was but, my first because I got back. Well, Roman was... I, I took, I'll give you the short version. I took my nephew to an episode of Raw. He was into wrestling. I wasn't anymore. I wasn't watching it. And we sat by where the shield came down. This was in 2013. Oh, okay. And like, like this is this is what I mean about being there since day one. Roman walked by me. I looked at my nephew. I said, who is that? And that was hooked. Like, this is literally how I got back into wrestling. But I got into the shield. So I've been very big fans of like Roman's. Dean never hit for me. I I felt like Dean was forced. Where I see him as John Moxley, and I'm like, that's who this guy is. You know what I mean? But yeah. I always was a big fan of the Shield, and that's how I got back into wrestling. But it was funny because I remember um, taking my uh, we and my nephew were at the Royal Rumble when he had set had that triple threat match with John Cena and Brock Lesnar. Now I always love Brock Lesnar because I did watch MMA when I wasn't watching wrestling. And I remember when we finished watching that match and I was like, man, that briefcase set Rollins so good. And my nephew was like, I didn't get you back into wrestling to like set Rollins because he was a huge John Cena fan, you know? And I was like, yeah. no, I think he's it. And then from there on now. But yeah, like I think Seth and Roman were two of the people that I immediately was like, oh, these guys have it. And, and they got me back into it. I've been watching ever since. You mentioned Brock. I will say I was... Brock fan day one. As soon as he came yeah. out of the crowd and, and I think he murdered Spike Dudley, I was like, oh, yes. 
Oh, this dude. <laughs> this dude all the way to the moon, this guy. I didn't watch him a lot during his first run. That's when, like, I was going to college. I had moved yeah. out of Puerto Rico. I was doing adult things, you know, priorities. Right. So I didn't watch a lot of Brock. But as soon as I got back I, into it, I remember, like, that's when he came back. And I was like, oh, Brock, I got to enjoy this, uh, this, you know, this return. But I watched all that he did in UFC, and I thought he was great. Last thing on uh, take Roman that shot out of the take that shot out say, of the screen. No, no, please. Did, we're doing how did, good. How did you we're feel? We're doing good. <laughs> okay, okay, we're doing good. I'll take I it. thought it was great because he winked afterwards. I love when Roman Reigns did that little wink. It was it was great. <laughs> Roman Reigns can do a jack shot. Roman Reigns could do no wrong in my eyes. Roman Reigns could walk into my house and spear my dad, and I'll be like, one more time, one more time. Like, there's nothing he can do wrong. I need you people to understand that, okay? <laughs> Well, someone else who's doing pretty good so far is Tiffany Stratton. No, she's not. Keep and, it real. <laughs> uh, she says the summer of Stratton has been a hot one. No, he uh, hasn't. Then Gigi Dolan, Kiana James, and Blair Davenport all come out before Roxanne Perez just punches Tiffany Stratton in the mouth. <laughs> Which was great. <laughs> Later we find there's going to be a four-way for it to find the number one contender. You're not a Tiffany Stratton fan? I am. And I hate that this ring is not hitting. I think that the first feud that she had did more for Tia Hale than it did for Tiffany Stratton. I was team put the title on um, on Tiffany when she was available to win it, right? And I don't know if it was too soon now. Like, when she came out and started talking, there was no crowd reaction, Jack, and it worried me. And I feel like we need to sit back down, down with her because when she's backstage talking to the interviewers, that is it. She has it. But you let her come out there with a mic and that is not her strength yet. I get it because of what we were going with the segment. But why you let her talk for that long? Like let her get interrupted one sentence in. Don't, she was like waiting for the crowd to react or clap and nothing was happening. This was it was tough to watch until she finally started getting interrupted. I want Tiffany to like do better. I like her. She has it. But they're like right now enhancing her weaknesses. And that is not how this works. If you want her to go on to be a good, you know, NXT women champion before she loses the title and, and we go back to the to the drawing board with her. Do you think because I've, I've been a big Tiffany Stratton fan for a yeah. long time, but I, I also agree there's something missing from here. Do you mm -hmm. think do you think it's because there's like most of the best characters right now on NXT happen to be heels also? Because like even the people that came out, Kiana Dr James is a heel. Blair Davenport is a Blair heel. Blair Davenport is such a badass. Like, but it's a different style of heel than what Tiffany's portraying. So Tiffany should still work because these are a whole different... That would be like, you know, when we compare... Like, I'll give you an example. That would be like comparing Dominic's mysterious heel to NJF back when he was doing heel things to Roman Reigns. They're all great at being heels, but they're such complete different heels that it's, it's, you can't even compare them. So I feel that way about some of the heat. I don't think that that is the issue. I guess I guess I mean more um, like Gigi Dolan came out, and I was thinking, did she, she lost just a lose? Bunch of yes, I said like, the same thing. <laughs> and say like, and Roxanne Perez, she got beat up for the. I mean, she she won her her rivalry at the right. end of the day, but like, it, like there's not really a whole lot of good faces for her to have feuds with right now it seems like yeah all the but then you put healed. her against somebody that's so lovable in tia hale that i think that that fueled her her a little bit and then you have her come out there and cut these promos that she's not 
comfortable yet. I think Tiffany has it. And when she's in the ring, she looks so impressive. But I think you have her doing things that are not her strength and that's hurting her presence when she's out there. And I'm hoping that, you know, we start just showcasing her strengths and, and hiding her weaknesses. That is the job of the people in creative, the people in production. Let's figure out what she's good at and do that. They did it with Tia Hale. They do it with Blair Davenport. They're doing it with Roxanne Perez. Do it with your champion too. Don't expose her like that. Well, we got a super chat from Lego Brick Collector. Best super chat of the night so far. We'll see if anyone can top it. Uh, says, the goats of Wrestling Inc. tonight. Lego, thank you. <laughs> what is, might, just might leave that one up there for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let, let's, maybe maybe the rest of the hosts will like just cash yeah. a glimpse of it, you know? Yeah, I know I know you're all lurking, Alfred, <laughs> lurking. Uh, the bar. The bar, lurking. Um, uh, we've got uh, a mixed tag team match. Earlier in the night, uh, Ali says he wants Dom to break a leg, and then Rhea says Ali only has 10 seconds to, live, uh, to, to leave. And then um, I think Ali makes a sex joke. I could be wrong there, but... Uh, did he, what did he say, Jack? <laughs> He said, you guys must know a lot about that. <laughs> Ten seconds. <laughs> I don't know what he's referring to. Could have been anything. Um, but uh, we got Rhea and Dom versus Lyra and Dragon Lee. Fun match. Both teams look good. Comes down to Raquel Rodriguez coming out and attacking Rhea oh, Ripley. I love that. I uh, love that. And then Dragon Lee and Lyra get the win. I, what did you love about it? Because I thought this was executed perfect. Yeah, it was it was so well done. The match was a lot of fun. Everybody got to showcase their stuff. Everybody got to look great, especially the best luchador in history, Dominic Mysterio. Um, I I need Rhea. Rhea's putting on bangers on NXT, and I need people to understand that because I know that people are very critical of her reign. But I will say the one thing that has worked about her ring has been her time. I love stalking you in the dog yep. uh, emoji every I, single time. I highlight um, it every time. I don't know yeah. what it means, but I, I highlight it. I don't... Um, but the, 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 the one thing, if people are not watching on Tuesdays, is the matches that he, she has put on NXT have all been bangers. And she got to show off again today. And Lyra, you can tell they just know each other so well. They con they, they're so good in the ring together. But I think, like, first of all, and I know you're a big NXT fan. Seeing Rhea Ripley and Raquel Rodriguez just beat the crap out of each other throughout the, the performance center got me in my feels because, like, the good old days, that rivalry was epic on NXT. And just to see yeah. it happen there again, I think Raquel could be that one field that Rhea needs to solidify this title reign that people are so critical over. Because I am, I'm the biggest, Rhea Ripley is my current favorite right now. Like, yeah. I, but her reign has not been the best. Like, she hasn't even had a feud, like, she hasn't had anything. So I think that Raquel could be that that really iconic storyline for her, especially during this down period of wrestling. We don't have anything to Survivor Series, you know. Um, but yeah, seeing them beat the crap out of each other in the performance center, just for, like that last woman standing match that they had was like one of my favorite women's matches in NXT. So I'm here for it. I thought Dragon Lee looked great. I didn't like seeing Dom just because he is an NXT champ. Take the pin but i had a bad feeling he would because earlier he said i don't care about nxt i only care about mommy and i'm like as soon as I said you don't care about nxt i was like oh man he's taking the pin yeah <laughs> i i mean fortunately dom's one of those guys where he can take pins and it doesn't really hurt no. his character but uh yeah i i agree with you i think rhea ripley almost has a problem of being too big of a star yeah. like yeah. Who, there's not many people that you're going to put her in the ring with and make you feel like they're actually a threat to her and right. raquel rodriguez one of the few people who can i'm a little bummed that it looks like it's gonna be at payback no no offense to payback but i feel like this should be like a 
a Royal Rumble match or a, a right. Mania match or something. But that's way that's too far down the line. We can't. Yeah, wait. it also hurts them that they haven't built Raquel to the star that we all know she can be. Raquel has all of the factor. She's actually, I think, bigger than Rhea height wise yeah. and everything. Yep. And it's just like, how are you not building her like another beast when they had her on different brands and she put on that mini banger with Ronda Rousey. I was like, oh man, this is going to be it. This is when we build Raquel to what we know she can do because they did it in NXT. She was very dominant in NXT. So yeah, I'm with you. I think Raquel like could be at that level to the point that this is a WrestleMania or SummerSlam like Royal Rumble match, but they haven't they haven't done Raquel a lot of favors in the main roster, throwing her in the tag division with makeshift like partners. Like no one, like the only person that has felt kind of like her partner is Liv, and they kind of threw them together. Um, yeah. I think Raquel is a single star. I don't think she belongs in the tag team division. I, I think Raquel right now. They're I think they put her in tag because they were like, we want you to do something, but not right, right now. So we got to give you something. But now it's been too long. Now we need her to start. Mm-hmm. doing something yeah but because it didn't build a lot of credibility and people didn't watch nxt they don't know where she comes from what she can do now you have to put her in, in in a b-level pay-per-view and get people to see what she can do when i'm just over here begging everybody to go watch that last woman standing match that was so iconic i love that match I, yeah. i'm gonna i might watch it when we get done we gotta <laughs> i mean just to take a moment and think about like as a fan who's been watching for a long time sometimes we take for granted just how far the women's divisions come there are so many incredible wrestlers across the board and yeah i, I mean, was just saying yeah. that somebody asked me earlier and i was like i feel like my favorite current right like current i feel like my yeah. favorite female wrestler like changes like monthly because the division yeah. and what these women are doing is so good that it's so easy to i don't want to i don't want to be what, what was the word that daniel bryan used Fickle. fickle yeah i don't want to be fickle but it's so easy to like say well i love what charlotte's doing right now i love what bianca's doing right now i love what ria's doing right now you know what my other favorite thing is that we have all of these names it used to just be bailey sasha charlotte and, you know now it's right. just like you don't even think about them like none of them are involved in a in a title or holding a title right now and it doesn't matter when it used to just be all of them in title storylines over and over because we didn't have anybody else Right, and now I feel like if they were to all step away, the division would be completely fine. Yeah, I mean, um, that you have, who did Rhea beat? It was Charlotte Flair. Now they have become the legends putting over the youngster. Like, it's crazy. Look at, Bia- like, Becky put over Bianca at SummerSlam last year. Like, it's insane to see these women that we, that to me started the women's revolution. I know everybody has a different timeline. But to me, when they got called up, it's when it really kicked into gear. And to see them be the people that are, like, now giving these younger stars, like, the, the push is incredible. Yeah, we're getting old. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's every time I see like when someone's like Randy Orton celebrating twenty five years, like twenty five years. I thought he was the young guy still. What happened? To my life? I know. Uh, there's just certain people, like I don't know, just certain people like now when they're like, oh, this person's wrapping it up. I'm like, what do you mean they're wrapping it up? They just started. Oh wait, no, they've been around forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, Thea Hale did have a moment uh, on this show. I love this. Yes, well, talk to me about it. Her and JC Jane. Yeah, I really, really, I didn't, I never seen this side of JC Jane before. JC Jane has been so involved in this toxic attraction and Gigi Dolan that just to see her just have that kind of tender moment with Tia. And I laugh when Tia was like, Yeah, I'm a grown woman now. I'm like, You're 19. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I, I actually really, really enjoyed this like real moment. We've seen a lot of people giving Tia all of this advice and you can see people rooting for her. And we were just talking about how old we're getting because we're seeing the, the, the what we thought was the present become the past. And I think Tia is going to go on to do some incredible things because look at how much she's picked up on things in, what, a year and a half? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. 
a good friend of mine, Flobo Boyce, told me, and she was like first debuting on Level Up. He was like, Thea Hale is going to be a star. And I was like, okay, I, I don't watch Level Up. So I was like, okay, sure. And then now she's a star. I'm like, dude, you called this one. But it is funny. I, I, this is where I feel old is people like Thea Hale be like, I've been fighting my whole life for this. Like, you're 19. You just start. Yeah, what, what are relax. you talking about? You're fighting your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I've been doing this since I was a kid. You still are a kid. What are you? You are a baby. Like you, you're, you're, you're age to sixteen at the end of it. Sis, relax. <laughs> you can't go into a bar. What are you talking about? Uh, oh my god, I hate when you start feeling old. But we are those people yes. now. Um, how about? Uh, do you think these two might start a team? I would love to see it. Um, I don't know because now we don't have a tag team division in NXT. But I think. Like, Tia has been guided by Chase U, and I love Chase U, don't get me wrong, but to see her get guidance from another woman, you know, to kind of like, because right now she has that tension with Andre, Andre Chase. So mm -hmm. what if she finds a new mentor in in her and kind of like, kind of pulls away from Chase U and start doing her own thing? I told you that feud with, uh, with Tiffany Stratton, it did a lot more for Tia Hale. You cannot let that momentum die. I'm glad that they're keeping her on TV every week and have something for her. I would like to see them like work together. I do agree with you. I think it did a lot for Thea Hale, but I actually am glad they didn't pull the trigger on giving no, her the no, title it's yet. No, no, too soon. Definitely uh, too soon because I feel like the, that's a mistake they made with Tiffany and we can fix it still, yeah. but let's right. not move that fast. <laughs> Um, plus I think the idea of Thea Hale kind of almost a real life, like that's how you learn is you go to school for a while, but then yeah. eventually you got to start learning from your counterparts. You can't, you don't learn from your teachers anymore. And that's kind of right. where Thea Hale is. I think it's time for her to graduate and visit the real world. Um, Von Wagner and Baron Corbin oh get into God. a fight, but it all comes crashing down when they get hit with. The best spear in the business. Stop it, Jack. Stop it. I'm <laughs> trying to have our... It could be our possible only peaceful podcast that we do together. I, I know look, you're just I don't make. I don't make. I don't make the shirts. I okay? got so immediately triggered. And then I realized, <laughs> damn it, the shirt is doing its job. Because I was like immediately like, excuse me? But the problem is that it is a damn good spear. Like I'll be an idiot to deny it. And he, the way that the camera and the production is doing, like he's done so many where he literally comes out of nowhere. However, I hate what they're doing with Baron Corbin in NXT because we had that no finish against Gabe Stevenson uh, at the at the PLE. And now mm -hmm. tonight it was kind of also like a no finish. And I think that Baron Corbin could like really reestablish himself in NXT. You can tell he's working on himself. Recently he came out and said that he worked on his new team to the point that he helped compose it and write it. He came out today with the new gear. Like I feel like Baron, and he said on past, he was media for SummerSlam and he said he would like to stay in NXT a little bit longer. So if he's there for long term, do something with him because my God, Baron Corbin is so talented. He's got it. And that mm -hmm. end of days is one of the best damn finishers in wrestling today. We didn't even get to see it tonight. Come on. <laughs> this this is where we park our car in the same garage. I'm a huge Baron Corbin Oh, fan. he's the best. <laughs> I, I think he is one of those few bad guys that you actually hate for the right reasons. Right. And um, I, I'm kind of with you. I, I was hoping he would be a bit more successful in NXT, especially since he came in as this like, hey, I'm a new me. This is a new me. Forget all that. Now I'm going to be something different. But he's kind of doing the same thing he was doing before you know mm -hmm. kind of not really that successful as far or as these matches are start. not even having no finishes so it's not even like he's on a winning streak or a losing streak he's just there right right and so 
I, I'm with you. I, I want to see him get some dubs. I want to see him get some wins. I want to see him at least have some good matches as, as opposed to just no contests. Right. Um, Cause that's kind of what he was doing on the main roster. Anyways, he was either the guy that got beat up or just had kind of throwaway matches and things, but he's so talented. He's good on a microphone. He wrestles well, he's big. So he looks the part. Uh, yeah. I, 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 he- I have now made him an honorary Puerto Rican. His wife is Puerto Rican. And during SummerSlam weekend, he was telling me about all this food, all these restaurants that he knows from here, all this food that he knows how to cook, but you know, he's a big cooking aficionado. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's it. You're honorary Puerto Rican now. Oh, wow. He makes his own sofrito. Like, oh, my, like, no, he was talking to me about some, like, underground restaurants that he goes eat at when they come visit. And I'm like, no, 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 you know what you're talking about. Like, you're dropping some names right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Honorary Puerto That should be his new gimmick. Honorary, Honorary Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. And then he comes out and, to a Bad Bunny theme. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? He will make it work. Because that's what Baron Corbin does. And that's why you got to take advantage of that. Not everybody can do that. He's made everything. That freaking, like, freaking broke-ass Corbin and the way that he made that work. I was in SummerSlam weekend in Las Vegas. I saw him walk around the casino, disheveled, in the outfit, in character. And I'm like, holy crap. (laughs) Like, what are you doing, dude? (laughs) I mean, honestly, I feel like that's one of the bigger missed opportunities. Where Corbin joins the LWO. I will welcome him. I will take him to the same tattoo shop that all of us at LWO got the tattoo, and I will, I will, I will introduce him. You got a tattoo, an LWO tattoo? With the LWO. Do you not know that? It actually says LWO. Is that set? Look at it. I got it with Selena Vega has the exact same tattoo. (laughs) I got it with her. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I when they came to Puerto Rico for backlash, uh, she reached out to me and he said, "Hey, all of us at LWO want to get matching tattoos. Can you help me set it up?" And I did. And then That's I got awesome. peer, and then I got peer pressure, and this is the best, the best freaking backstory to a tattoo ever. It's my new pickup uh, lying at a bar, Jack. I'm like, want to know how to this tattoo? <laughs> that is a great story, though. Yeah. Like to get a tattoo with the that makes you honorary LWO, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had Ray Mysterio being like, "You're not getting one," and I'm like, "Yes, I am, sir." <laughs> Sir, <laughs> whatever you say whatever you say sir <laughs> if Rey Mysterio looks at you in the eye and says are you getting one you say yes <laughs> oh I, I would probably get one if he's if he Santo, has... Santos Escobar too was there and he's like so you're gonna get it right I'm like I guess <laughs> yeah Not but to... I, it was a lot of fun there's a blog about it in the WWE YouTube channel if you look up LWO matching tattoo they blogged it like the whole camera crew was there I helped arrange the whole thing thank you Oh, very cool. WWE yeah. needs to pick you up. Do, do more of your get get uh, help Titus out with all the outreach stuff because you're helping to get the wrestlers out. My, my outreach is kind of different. I'm like taking <sighs> taking them to the bars, the restaurant, the tattoo shops. I don't know that they want. That. <laughs> <laughs> we got a. Uh, by the way, we got a um, Jax popping up in Long the chat. Time no see. While. Jax, good to see you. Um, then uh, MD, come on, uh, says. Uh, I used to look up to Rey Mysterio, then I got taller. Come on now. Come on now. Speaking it was of- really cool. The the guy that tatted Ray's LWO like had a picture with Ray from when the tattoo artist was eight and Ray Mysterio came to Puerto Rico and he was like, I'm gonna get to tattoo my idol and this is the coolest day of my whole entire life. <laughs> and then Ray was like, Please don't be nervous, don't like don't mess up my tattoo. <laughs> 
I was thinking, how do you not get nervous? I would be terrified. I'd be like, uh. <laughs> it was such a good, it was the most fun night ever. Uh, man, that, that, that is a good story. Um, but speaking of people who are tall, I don't know. This is a transition. Die Jack. That's where we're going. We're going to, we're going to make the transition there. I'm a, profe- tall, I'm a professional <laughs> folks. Uh, says he's going to get revenge on Eddie Thorpe for costing him the title shot. Um, Isa, this is one of those things that I personally, I don't think this is the most like original and masterful storytelling, but it works. Like I'm there with them. What do you think about this rivalry between Eddie Thorpe and Dijak? Give me Dijak and Baron Corbin. Like, what are we doing here? I'd love to see that team. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not invested. I don't know. There's something about Eddie Torb that's not hitting with me. I know Glenn is a big fan, like Glenn likes him, but for me, he's not hitting. But it's a two-hour show. NXT has a lot of developing characters, and yeah, not every you're not going to like every single one of them. I like Dijak a lot. Like I go back to that match he had with, um, with Wesley. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we haven't done anything after that. He had that match with Dragunov. Like, why Why are we just having him go to Torp after those two amazing matches? It just feels like, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. feel like, it feels like, so I don't know. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Certain guys, you know, Dom doesn't need wins. Dijak needs wins. He right. Needs, he needs to be presented as terrifying, going to beat people up, going to get wins. When you lose as often as he does, it doesn't matter how big you are. At some point, it's just, oh, yeah, lose. okay, this yeah. guy, <laughs> no no big deal. It's, it, so I, th- I agree. I think Dijak needs wins, and I like the pairing, uh, that, that idea, Baron and Dijak, because I could even see Baron almost doing the thing where, like, Dijak, you do all the work. I'm a veteran. I don't need to right. do, you know. Trying to boss him around, but then Dijak is also kind of like a veteran. Like. Right, right. And and just kind of running roughshod and beating people up and beating up the tag team division there. Um, yeah. I feel like the tag team division could use a little bit of uh, something to spice it up. It feels like it's been the yeah. same teams that have sort of been right. circling and Tony each D, other. Tony D and Stax could use some different competition right now. Agreed. Yeah, and... Um, so yeah, I, I like it. We as we get to the end here, though, we get to Wesley versus Carmelo Hayes. First time uh, two African Americans competed for the NXT title, uh, which is really cool that that's happened. I love that. um, and this was a great one. I thought banger. We open with a banger and we close with a banger. I want to say Wesley. I've said this on another show, but um, I am definitely done second guessing Wesley. That guy delivers every single time and everything time. you put him against in. Against anybody, against any style, against any size. We were just talking about the banger he put on against Dijak. Now he's mm-hmm. here with Carmelo Hayes doing high flying things. Like Wesley is incredible. And it's like really weird because none of us knew where he was going to go after what happened with his tag team partner. We thought he was mm-hmm. going to get lost in the shuffle. It was like a blessing and a curse. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure it was bittersweet for him. But yeah. my God, the way he like broke through, like when he should have been done. And I'm I'm proud of him. I love I love seeing yes. everything that he's doing. And this delivered. And you know what? They say open strong, close strong. NXT did that tonight because the opener with and it's cool to see Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes in these positions where they're putting on these bangers with these people. I didn't think Wesley was gonna win. I wasn't that cer- as certain as Dragonoff when he dismissed him completely. <laughs> but right. I there was there was some crazy moves. There was some great close finishers. They, they, they were doing some things that I didn't think either one of them could do. Like the, it was just incredible. But at one point he dived on to the outside i thought he knocked himself out i was like yeah. oh my god like is he okay 
Right, right. Uh, like, they're willing to leave it all out there. It is an NXT World Championship match. That's how I would expect somebody that's fighting for the World Championship to go. And I actually didn't know what you just told me would that would have been the first time. That is absolutely amazing. And what best two competitors to have, like, be this the first one, the first time that we see two African-American competitors than him and Wesley, who are just absolutely incredible. But I'm with you. I'm 1,000% in the um, Carmelo Hayes string. He is amazing. He is him. Like, I get yeah. that that's a gimmick, but no, no, no. He is him. There's yeah. no better way to say it. I... Yeah, it's, it's, so I agree with everything you said about Wesley. And, and I'll be honest, I thought once the team broke up, I was like, oh, this is a bad sign for Wesley. Yeah. I was I was, I was, was expecting to see the news release that, oh, eventually they, him too. But uh, he, he, but he, he not only did he get through that, and, and look, it wasn't like an easy thing. It wasn't like, oh, well, he actually is pretty good on his own. Like, it felt like he had to fight through continually to get opportunities and prove right. himself every single step of the way. And even though he's not the champion today, I, I look, you put but him in any situation and I, I love it. Us, he lost the championship to somebody that's helping NXT get more views in because he's showing up with Rhea Ripley and he's, he's changing the ratings and he went on to better things. He's not mm -hmm. somebody that lost the championship and now he's lost in the shuffle again. He lost the North American championship. He fought for the world championship too. Like it doesn't feel like we're just going to stop the push and it's great. It's, it's smart booking. Like, if, yeah. to put the title on Dominic, a lot of people complain about it. I didn't think they were just going to, like, forget about Wesley because he did such a good job with the North American Championship. And I think I think everything is working in the story. Yeah, and I got to, you know, as uh, MDB999 says, uh, all my life I had to fight, Wesley quote there. And, um, yeah, I got to go back. Is, is We talked about Carmelo Hayes. I, like I said, I'm a big Carmelo Hayes fan. I think that he's a game changer in pro mm -hmm. wrestling. I think when his career is done, I think there are going to be people who cut promos that sound like him the same way He's people... He's just getting started, yeah. too. That, yeah, the same way you hear, like, certain people will cut promos, like, wrestlers from the past or do things. I think he's going to be... Uh, you talking about Ellie Knight and The Rock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, ex exactly. I think there's going to be people who talk like Carmelo Hayes in the future. Yeah. I think his wrestling style is going to get copied. I think that he's going to influence a ton of people, and he's going to be great the whole way through. I think he's going to be a game-changer in pro wrestling. I'm... I'm such a big fan of Carmelo Hayes. I, I I always say if you could buy stock in wrestlers, I would sell everything and put it all in Carmelo Hayes. I think he's he's gonna be the number one wrestler in the world at some point. I think I I love that. Uh, I'm a I'm a huge fan of his and um kind of crazy. Yeah, you know when I when I, I believe as Vic Joseph said uh, that it was the first time two African Americans competed for the NXT title. I'll be honest, I was like that can't be true. Come on, like, and I, but then you go back and you think about it, like oh my gosh, I can't believe it's been this long, especially with so many talented. Uh, wrestlers they've had so i'm glad that this is a glass ceiling that's been shattered and we can you know hopefully see it happen more and more in the future um, everything there's a lot of things that we didn't think will happen you were talking about the evolution of the like the women's division there's so many mm -hmm. things that are normal now and i love that you know like when Kofi won and then like we saw it with Bobby Lash, we saw it with Biggie, like there's so many things and the way they treat the women and the way like the way that we're seeing representation, we're just joking about my tattoo, but it's been so long since we've seen a good Latino representation and seeing, mm -hmm. seeing not just the, the LWO, but you see Damien Priest out there, but Bunny, like I love seeing these things just become normal. Like it's not even yes. a matter of like, it's good that they mention it, but it's not even Back in the day, it used to feel like we're just doing it to be politically correct or we're just going to put the women in the main event and make a big deal about it. Now you just put them in the main event because they earned it. And it's mm -hmm. just beautiful to see the evolution of how all of these things have happened. And it doesn't feel like, oh, we're just doing this so a 
as a PR stunt because they they do do things like this that way. Not anymore. Like now, mm -hmm. it just feels like this is normal. And I love living in a world where wrestling is just, you know, yeah. just growing and 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 being better for everybody. In representation is so important, and it's I I love seeing it. And so many of them, I, I agree. And so many, what's, what's great to see too is so many different, so much representation where it's not uh, silly over the top representation, Correct. you know, where it's, it's not someone who's dressed like a stereotype of what this right. looks like. You know what I mean? Where, right. Like, I love that you say that because I don't even know when I was, who I was talking to. And I get it too because it's um, Damien Priest. It just doesn't sound. And I remember like talking about Damien Priest being Puerto Rican. I got like three people going, I didn't even know he was Puerto Rican. I'm like, exactly, because it's not a stereotype. But he's, yeah. oh, I was talking about, we we're just talking representation. Yeah. I need his cashing to be successful. We haven't had a Puerto Rican champion since Pedro Morales in the 80s. Everybody in Puerto Rico is looking at him with that briefcase, like, for the love of God, if this happens, we're going to party all night. <laughs> but yeah. like, I remember mentioning it to, in one the local events that I cover and people were like I didn't even know he was Puerto Rican and I'm like I, I when I start thinking about it the way he looks and carries himself which is kind of BS because he has that Puerto Rican flag everywhere if you pay close attention to his mm -hmm. gear and, and his tattoos but I'll let it slide because you're just hearing a name and I can see how he doesn't come off that way and I love that because I was like that's right because he's not your stereotypical Latino gimmick like look at me it's like buddy right. no but he does represent so I was like well then you're not paying attention to the show because I see that flag on his gear every single week <laughs> yes no well and, and he also he speaks Spanish and mm -hmm. does a lot I, and I'll be I, I gotta say I think I, more like Legado del Fantasma but with Santos Escobar is the most stylish dude in all of pro wrestling when yeah. he when he really starts to go he's my favorite I'm a big gear person and his entrance gear and everything so he, good he, he knocks it out of the park now he's got the i love him at money in the bank but, yeah we, like uh, what he wore at money in the bank was it was so good and yeah i like yeah. like santos santos and outside of the ring too like the suit game on him on point yeah so uh this was a great episode this was fun i had I, fun. I had a blast watching this nxt i always say people who tuned out during nxt 2.0 when it first started missing you're missing out like it was a rough transition but it's such a good show now <gasps> But we go through that. Like, I feel like NXT is toxic, but we've gone through it so many times. Like, I remember falling in love with this class. And then, like, Finn, Kevin Owens, they all, because I'm saying, they get called up. We do it again. Shinsuke gets called up. We do it again. Like, this is what we have to go through with NXT. And it should, the one thing that I don't like is the call-ups don't feel like a big deal the way that they should. Like, you graduated. I'm glad that this year they did the draft and we got to see the reactions. But, mm -hmm. um... But yeah, I feel like you can't not just stop watching NXT because you don't want to learn these new characters. And you feel so much better when they come to the main roster. Like right now, there was a period of time where people were having such a hard time connecting with Grayson Waller because they didn't mm -hmm. watch NXT. And I'm like, Grayson Waller is freaking genius. And I'm like, and I can tell you didn't watch NXT because his talk show was one of my favorite segments on NXT. Yeah. But if you're not watching NXT, he comes off and he starts doing the great the Waller effect. And you're like, what is this? I get it. People are sleeping on NXT. It really is great. Yeah, it's. It, I agree completely. I say I think consistently week in week out, it's it's the best show as far as it's going to give you fun. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. It, it's it's not going to get boring. There's going to be hit like something for everybody. It's, there, and not everything's going to be for you, like the Heritage Cup matches. But right. Well, and there's going to be misses. Like, but that's what I like about it too is they'll swing, they'll miss, and they'll go. You know what? That was a big miss. Let's change it. But you know and, who's not going to miss? Carmelo Hayes. Not Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> not Carmelo Hayes. Uh, <laughs> Well, before we go, um, I want to thank everyone for joining us in the chat. But Issa, where can the world find you online? And what were your, I guess we always said overall thoughts of the show, but uh, where can the world find you online and all the stuff you're working on? 
overall thoughts, it was great. I had a lot of fun watching it. I had a lot of fun with you tonight, Jack. I feel like I, I, I didn't like this. We kind of like each yeah. other now. What the yeah, hell's going yeah. on? Yeah, Bob was... Bob was <laughs> he was Bob, a peacemaker. He was a Bob, peacemaker. going to just have half his face in the screen. Um, <laughs> people can find me here on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You can also find me on my YouTube channel. I do watch alongs for Raw, NXT, Dynamite, SmackDown, and pay-per-views when I am not busy doing other things. You can catch me on Lucha Libre Online. Uh, you, I'm kind of taking over the world right now. I'm everywhere. You can catch me in Puerto Rico in the local wrestling events. I'm everywhere. NYC Demon Diva. Just look me up. You'll find me. And, uh, yeah, the watch-alongs are a great little uh, pre-party before getting to the Wrestling Inc. So uh, everyone should check those out. Um, but also you can follow me at real Jack farmer across all social media. I'm doing, I'm, I'm running the whole gamut here on wrestling Inc this week. I'm doing, I did raw. I did today. I'm doing dynamite tomorrow. I'm doing SmackDown on Friday. Uh, so are we gonna... doing an all in show? Have we, have we put gotten that together? I don't know yet. I, okay, I mean, we, I, we should, I mean, it's a big, a big deal. <laughs> well, now if we do a weekend show, everyone's gonna be like, why don't you cover collision? But uh, no, 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 just pay per views and the pay per views that we have people available for, basically. Yes. So uh, definitely check that out. I want to thank everyone, though. Again, make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, Ricky MDB999, uh, Jeffrey Sullivan, of course, the GIF King, Dylan Matthews, Baby Ice, always making sure I'm on the bad guy side of the track, uh, <laughs> and everyone else, Lego Brick Collector, and uh, so on and so forth. Dream Realm Studios. Appreciate you all again. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Leave a nice comment in the YouTube uh, section as well. Say something Let nice. them know What's you up? like that we made peace for one night and, and that we oh, can ask together. We have made peace and we are good chums. So <laughs> I, I, there's, there's no, no, no problems. Wait, here. So. Um, but, uh, I have, I have pre, I, I got, it was fun getting to work with you. He says fun getting to do a show with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, maybe we didn't have a problem with each other. Maybe it was the other people we had a problem with. You know, I've always thought Jimmy Corderas was a little pot stirrer. I don't know. I love Jimmy. I can't talk about Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it feels it feels wrong even to say it, to fake it. It feels wrong. Like. Jimmy's like the nicest guy on earth. I know. <laughs> But uh, I will see you all tomorrow. Thank you guys so much. And follow Wrestling Inc. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.